0: 630 Chad afternoons with Jalen Nye weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.
1: So as we mark the 20th anniversary tomorrow of the 9/11 attacks, it's important to remember that those attacks of course led to the war on terror and Canada's involvement in Afghanistan for more than a decade afterwards. Now after 9/11, our next guest went on to command canadian troops in afghanistan joining me now is retired lieutenant general the honorable andrew leslie who was the deputy commander of the nato land forces in afghanistan and the former liberal member of parliament for orleans he joins me now from ottawa welcome to the show
0: thank you thank you for having me on
1: can you take me back to that day where were you on september 11th 2001
0: I was uh, the national J 6 so I was responsible for communications and electronic warfare and signals intercept for the Canadian forces. And uh, my senior team and I were at um, uh, a building in downtown Ottawa, and we were doing an annual gathering to try and plan the way ahead. What we were going to do in terms of training, of operations, and uh, allocating resources uh, across the various departments that worked for me.
1: And when you turned on the TV and you saw what was going on, what what went through your mind?
0: Um, a one of the senior NCOs, a sergeant major, dashed into the room and said, "Sir, you got to turn on the TV right now. We just got a call from National Defense Headquarters, which was only probably less than a thousand meters away. You um, got to turn on the TV." We turned on the TV inside the room probably around 50 or 60 of us, and uh, we saw the first tower burning. And while we were watching it within a very short period of time, the second aircraft hit. So it went from, oh, God, what an awful tragedy or accident to it's got to be an attack. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And literally, I think everybody in the room realized that that our world had just changed.
1: Can you give us a, a sneak peek into what happens at that moment um, inside the military world when you realize that this is, you know, the original thought of maybe it was an accident or some, you know, bad um, whatever to, oh, my gosh, this is an attack. What, what happens on the, on the military side?
0: Well, I was, uh, I was actually the duty one star that day. So I dashed across the National Defense Operations Center, and um, things were 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 going, were essentially uh, almost crazy busy. Phones ringing and people dashing in to fill the stations and consoles at the Operations Center. But the bottom line was really no one knew more in, than anything that, about that which they'd just seen on television. But Within a short period of time, remarkably short period of time, all sorts of uh, meetings were being set up uh, with the Prime Minister and the Senior Serving Generals, uh, the Minister of National Defence. Um, and uh, within a short period of time, I was replaced and I had an operational role to play in the mm-hmm. sense that I was um, having my team to figure out how we could interface with our American colleagues in terms of trying to find out through signals intercept and electronic intelligence where this, what had happened, what was the point of origin.
1: Within weeks, uh, you know, special force, Canadian special forces uh, on the ground in Afghanistan, more troops, obviously, within the, uh, within the, the weeks and, and months to follow. You ended up ca- commanding Canadian troops in Afghanistan for uh, a number of years. Can you reflect on that time and the work that was done in the years following 9-11?
0: It was nine eleven as as mentioned, it was we all realized our world had changed, and and the armed forces changed to the same extent that the rest of the world did. so it was it was dramatic. And that moment then become became consuming for all involved, especially those who had a direct role in the fight. It took a while to figure out uh, that they had been the terrorists had been trained in Afghanistan, and that was the point of origin for a lot of the activities. And then you're right, I I was the first general officer to serve in Afghanistan with 2,500 excellent Canadian soldiers in Kabul. And the start of a decade Uh. of of intense activity, which was um, incredibly busy and frantic and at times tragic and at times exhilarating.
1: We're joined this afternoon by retired Lieutenant General Andrew Leslie, who commanded Canadian troops in Afghanistan, as, as you just heard. And, of course, Afghanistan came um, after a number of, of years that have, you know, been been described as, you know, a decade of darkness. There was a lot of cuts to the, to the military. And I think for a long time, Canadians really weren't paying attention to the military. Afghanistan Changed that, and I think you saw that obviously firsthand in in the support that um, our military ended up receiving. We saw yellow ribbons we were wearing red on Fridays, uh, lining the streets when people came back. the outpouring of grief when um, when our soldiers when our soldiers died can you, can you Can you look at that and, and 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 expand on that and what that was like? you know, in your role? And are you concerned that that has changed once again, that that support is waning again for our men and women in in uniform?
0: Uh, Those who serve in uniform always have a sense of fierce pride in that which they do, which is essentially at the drop of a hat be prepared to go into harm's way and save the lives of Canadians or fight the good fight when ordered to do so to protect either Canadians overseas or national interests. You're quite right. It was a decade of darkness, coined by General Rick Hillier Uh um, in the decade, in the 10 years prior to the start of the Afghan War or this latest Afghan War. Having said all that, Mm -hmm. I think Canadians always had a sense of quiet satisfaction with their armed forces, but it had been many years since the sound of the guns had echoed and um, the immediacy of. Uh, the media. Uh, we did a tremendously good job of, you know, following the activities and showing Canadians right in their living room what we were doing. Um, the the, the casualties, um, generated a huge amount, quite rightly, of emotion. The, the tragedies, of those who were killed and wounded, either. And of course, we had many more suffer psychological trauma mm-hmm. than physical trauma, and I think that. Resonate as well. I think Canadians got the sense that their armed forces were doing necessary, hard but necessary work.
1: I'm curious to know your thoughts on on the fact that we have um, so many of our men and women in leaders leadership roles in 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 you know, general roles and, and, and that sort of thing in the Canadian Armed Forces now who, actually, who, who served in Afghanistan, men and women who had that under their belt. What does that bring to the table for the Canadian Armed Forces present day?
0: The lessons of Afghanistan are the same lessons, arguably, that our forefathers and mothers uh, went through decades before us. So the, it reinforced the virtues of um, being focused on the job, being focused on trying to protect the team, uh, looking out for each other. Um, the re-equipment surges that happened mainly in the Army, but certainly uh, a great deal of Air Force um, capability, the C-17s, the mm-hmm. big helicopters, uh, more integration between the fighter-bombers and the ground forces. Uh, the, the unattended aerial vehicles, all that helped to sort of solidify the team. And those lessons have carried on for the last 15 to 20 years. And the armed forces has really upped its professionalism mm-hmm. because of the exigencies demanded by fighting the good fight. There's no room for a lack of training or a lack of awareness or sheer professional competence because if you make a mistake in Afghanistan, you died.
1: So tomorrow marks the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. And joining me this afternoon is retired Lieutenant General, the Honorable Andrew Leslie, who was the Deputy Commander of NATO Land Forces in Afghanistan and the former Liberal Member of Parliament for Orleans. And we've just been reflecting with him on, on, on the past 20 years. And so, General Leslie, where's your mind when you look back at the reasons... Why the Canadian Armed Forces went in the first place, and where Afghanistan is today?
0: Well, soldiers, airmen, airwomen, sailors, special forces fight the good fight. We go where we're told. We do that which has to be done in a counterterrorism, counterinsurgency, and nation-building. And we were doing all three of those things at once in Afghanistan. History has shown that our forces can buy time, but nothing more. Eventually, the various political factions, the various combatants have got to sort out power sharing arrangements one way or the other. And the cases of successful counterinsurgencies or counterterrorism activities without such a power sharing arrangement are almost non-existent. So one of two things was going to happen. Either the Taliban were going to come back or uh, armed forces were required to bolster the Afghan National Army to preserve a certain amount of peace, and unfortunately, President Biden and his team have decided to leave, and that triggered the sequence of events which we saw. I'm not – I mean, I respect President Biden's authority to make that decision. I disagree with it. I disagreed with it at the time, um, which he made the formal pronouncement this last April. But – You know, he was asking for help and he wasn't getting it from a lot of other people. And I hope we fought the good fight we did, which had to be done. We went where our nation sent us. So we can be very proud of the fact we bought 20 years Mm -hmm. for for the women and girls of Afghanistan in the main. Um, And circumstances have resulted in the Taliban being back to where we started from. I just hope we don't have to go back anytime soon, but this shouldn't deter us from going elsewhere to try and protect the weak and the innocent, in my view.
1: General Leslie, we'll leave it there this afternoon. Thank you for joining me.
0: Oh, it's been my privilege. Thank you.